Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Ephesians. Today is episode 613. Looking at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. Let's read our passage. For you are saved by grace through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is God's gift, not from works, so that no one can boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. This is Paul's letter to the church in Ephesus. Paul's sending this letter from Rome while he is in prison for two years. We see that at the end of the book of Acts. And he's sending this letter to uplift the church in Ephesus. He began with recounting of what God has done with election, redemption, and the inheritance. He had a praise of thanksgiving for faith. Now in chapter 2, he's talking about what it means to have faith in Christ. So verse 8, he says, you are saved by grace through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is God's gift. Well, he just said in verse 5, you are saved by grace. And in there, he was linking it to being dead in trespasses. His point being that this is not something you have done. You were dead in trespasses, unable to do anything spiritual. You were spiritually dead. But while you're in that condition, God saved you by grace. Grace meaning it's a free gift. You didn't earn it. So here he links faith to that. It says you are saved by grace through faith. Now, if you remember, we went through Romans. We talked about the theme of Romans being justification by faith. And we define justification. We said that was a form of the verb righteous. To be made righteous is to be justified, to be declared righteous by God. So is justified the same as being saved? In some sense, yes. We'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. Let's talk about faith for a minute. What is faith? We have general understanding, but faith? Sometimes we want to link that to just believe. And while belief is a portion of it, belief can be limited to just an intellectual understanding. I believe those facts to be true. Faith, in our common language, sometimes doesn't go far enough because it almost means believing in spite of evidence to the contrary. I don't believe that's going to happen. Well, just have faith, meaning believe it, even though there's no indication or biblical faith, trust is a good way to understand biblical faith. It is trusting. It's more than just believing facts, and it's more than just hoping that something might be true or might happen. It's trusting God. Faith is trusting God, and it results in turning to Christ. And you are saved by grace through faith. We know you're justified through faith. But then he adds, and this is not from yourselves, it is God's gift. Well, the grace goes along with the gift. Grace is something not deserved. It's God's gift. He amplifies that. It is a gift. It's not something you did. Now he says, this is not from yourselves. Does he mean this salvation or this grace or, or this faith? I think the, the best way to understand that is this is saved by grace. This is not from yourself. It is God's gift. 
Now, if it was from yourselves, that would be works. We often talk about works. Paul talks about works, things you do. He talks about our works, things we do, and God's works, things God does. So this is not from yourselves, meaning it's nothing you did. It's not based on your works. And he amplifies that in verse 9. Not from works, so that no one can boast, meaning it's not something you did. If it were based on something you did, well, you would have something to boast about. Look what I did and what that resulted in. This no, you, you can't boast about it. All you can do is boast in Christ. All you can do is be thankful for what God has done because this is not from anything you did. And if it was something you did, it wouldn't be a gift. It would be pay. I earned this, and therefore I deserve it. No, you didn't deserve it. No, you didn't earn it. It is a gift. Grace. Now, verse 10, he goes on and says, For we are his workmanship. Workmanship could also be translated as creation, something God has done. He says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. Which contrasted God's work and our works. So here, we are his workmanship. We are his creation. So, God's work is what's important in all this. Back to salvation is God's gift, not from anything you did, but it's based on what God has done. Now, theologians like to lay out a bunch of parts that make up salvation. That's where I said, is salvation the same thing as justification? Well, kind of, but justification is part of salvation. Some theologians will lay it out and say, okay, you got things, uh, election, calling, conversion, justification, adoption, sanctification. Those are all aspects of salvation. Now, of those, God's involved in all of them. And of those things I mentioned, really the only things we actually are involved in at all is conversion and sanctification. The others, election, calling, justification, adoption, they're all 100% God's work. So the idea that salvation is a work of God, well, that's true. A couple of elements of that, we have a role in it, but really we don't have any work to do in it. Now, through all this, we don't want to get too much and start to try and analyze the weeds or we get lost in it. There's a lot of overlap in these various things. The ones I listed, some theologians would have a, a different list. But election, calling, conversion, justification, adoption, sanctification, there's overlap in those areas. And there's a lot of mystery in all of this. God's at work doing this. And that's part of the amazing aspect of holy God reaching out to provide salvation for us sinful people who were enemies of God, dead in our trespasses, and God made it possible for us to experience salvation, a relationship with him. That's what's so amazing about salvation by grace through faith. So we are his workmanship, what God did, created in Christ Jesus for good works. So here he's mentioned about the works that we do. The work that God does, salvation. The works that we do flow out of that. Our good works are the fruit of salvation. 
not the source of salvation. So salvation is not based on what we do, like verse 9, not from works, but creating Christ Jesus for good works. So if we're truly a new creation in Christ, there will be good works that flow out of that, things that we do. Okay? amplifies these good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. That can be confusing. If we say, well, so is there a list of things I'm supposed to do that God's supposed to give me this list, the, the list he created ahead of time for me to accomplish? Well, don't think of it as a list of things to do, but more a way of life. Jesus was asked, what are the works the Father wants of us? And, and Jesus basically said, to believe in me. That's the work God wants you to do, to believe in me. So here he, he doesn't amplify it. So I think the best way to understand it is the works which God prepared ahead of time for us to do are laid out in his word. This is how I want you to live. Not so much a list of things to do, but a way of living living by faith, living obedient, caring for one another, loving the Lord, growing in faith. These are the works he's laid out for us to do. So then we see a new creation. We are his workmanship. We are his creation, created in Christ Jesus for good works. I was dead in my trespasses. I've been brought to life through faith in Jesus Christ, saved by grace through faith, and am now a new creation. And the outflow of that is to do the things of the Lord, to live a life that God has laid out for me to live, that he's spelled out in his word of how to live. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Ephesians.